0: Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Alberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We're going to have a great show for you today. I initially started out with 933 drop packets. Where are those packets? I don't know. It's finally stopped dropping. I don't know what happened there, but anyhow, it seems like we are just okay right now. Anyhow, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Senor Robert Davenport, welcome to Politics and Right. Uh, welcome aboard Bridgem CP. Welcome aboard. Uh, para ver Jack Jacob Coltris. Welcome aboard. AVQ, of course, is here to help us out and get a good start. And the one and only Yvette Avery Herod. Yvette. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Uh, Today is Monday. We need to talk about someday between today and Thursday for us to do an interview. Drop me a, a line and tell me what day do you have available Uh, so that we give me three three possibilities in the morning on the eastern side so that we can pick one so that i can interview on some 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 stuff on on um the labor movement want to do a little bit about a little bit about that all right Michael Rutnin, welcome aboard and he's he warned me he has a whole lot of stuff today but actually it's a lot of short stuff so we'll go through this quickly let's get busy John Oliver on wrongful convictions, guilty until proven rich or lucky. Last week tonight investigates the difficulties of appealing a wrongful conviction in the United States of America criminal justice system, which often prizes uh, finality over accuracy. I wonder if any of you happen to have watched this segment. I didn't last night. It's crazy just how many of my fellow Americans have been falsely convicted and remain languishing despite exonerating evidence which should have caused their release. It's a shame. It's a shame. But I've seen it so many times. Even mild COVID is linked to brain damage. Scans show the new British research is the first to reveal striking differences in areas of the brain based on scans taken before and after coronavirus infection as if we need one more reason to do our best to avoid catching it. Or if you catch it, make sure you're vaccinated so that it doesn't get a chance to ravage your body. That's the magic, guys. That's the magic. Redacted Tonight. Permanently ended by U.S. government war machine, Lee Camp writes, My TV show Redacted Tonight brought you anti-war, anti-corporate comedy every week for eight years. Today, it was ended in a matter of minutes by the U.S. government war machine. While RT America has not given a specific reason for shutting down, it's likely due to U.S. sanctions on Russia. Actually, no, they already... RT has been shut down all over the world. England, I think, did it and some other places. Redacted Tonight and RT America were, were always anti-war, anti-imperialists, so I'm sad to see they're shutting down. This news is barely even reported on by the rest of the mainstream media because nobody... ever look. I don't know if you remember when Tom Hartman was on RT. Tom Hartman is a true Democrat. When I say Democrat, I mean little D Democrat. He got flack for being on RT. I mean, he used the platform because other folks wouldn't give him a platform. And yeah, we know that Russia uses a lot of progressives, but progressives use them as well to get their message across. Not because you're an RT, means that you're a communist, or that you believe in Putin, but you get to air you get to air stuff that the regular mainstream media won't give you the opportunity to air. One of the reasons likely you'll never see a politics done right being syndicated on any one of these networks. And one of the reasons why we are heavily throttled because we make sense. We tell the truth in not some crazy manner that when people add all the pieces together, they say, Oh my God, all of that adds up. You see, if Americans started adding up all the things that we talk about in the mainstream media, things would be very different. And that doesn't only affect right wing Republicans, it affects neoliberal Democrats as well. So, yeah, I understand Lee, Lee, but Lee has a good following on the internet. I think Lee will do fine. I think it's probably best for him to go independent, just like um, brother, um, brother um, uh, uh, my guy did. Guy just mentioned, you see, my, my mind is failing me. Tom Hartman. Anyhow, uh, let's see. Human Rights Watch confirms Russia dropped cluster ban on Kharviv. HRW noted the inherently discriminant nature of cluster munitions and their foreseeable effects on civilians, based uh, its new assessment on interviews with two witnesses and an analyst of 40 videos and photographs which reveal information on explosion. Good one. Human Rights Watch tweeted, Karvik is under relentless attack from Russian forces and civilians are hiding in basements to evade explosions and debris. Using cluster munitions in populated areas show a brazen and callous disregard for people's lives. Yeah, yeah, they did, they do. U.S. and European allies discussing uh, banning imports of Russian oil. Rather than targeting Putin and his oligarch buddies, the result from doing this will be devastating for the entire Russian economy and the Russian people. I'm not sure if it's a good idea. Side note. As we get around 8% of our crude oil imports from Russia, it would probably raise domestic gas prices as well. Something that Biden has been trying to avoid. And I think we have to understand that oil is fungible. You know, not because even if we were to stop getting oil from Russia, it doesn't mean our oil has to increase because we'd buy the oil elsewhere. Oil is fungible. That's why on, and, and Biden is right about this. The only way that you can stifle Russian oil is if everybody agrees that they're not going to buy the oil. If we decide not to buy our eight percent, somebody else is going to pick it up. You have to have an international agreement, and believe it or not, that's what Biden is working on. That's why he's now. Remember, if you remember several several days ago, we spoke about Venezuela swimming in oil, but because the capitalists don't want a particular economic system to govern that oil, they rather keep it in the ground, which you know I like, but you know which is not economically good for the people in Venezuela they rather keep it in the ground and wait till some overthrow of the Maduro government occurs to turn it into a capitalist society that gives all the spoils to just a few. That's what it's all about. But now that Russia is a problem, we're running to Venezuela and say, hey, Venezuela, ¿qué pasó? Queremos un poco de tu petróleo. We want a little bit of your oil now. We can start selling it. And now we're going to Iran and I have a little joke with Iran from uh, with, with, with uh, Jen Gensaki that you guys are going to like. Next one from Brother Rodnan. Shield the sky. Protesters in Midtown call for no-fly zone over Ukraine. My cousin and niece attended this rally, though without me, it should probably be mentioned that no-fly zone against a peer nation in terms of foreign policy is essentially a bad bluff. One that puts airmen in harm's way and allows Russia to pick and choose the timing of the start of a war. Do you want a war with Russia? A no-fly zone, all but ensures we go to war with Russia. But on their terms, they'll go to pick, they'll get to pick when and where the first shot is fired. Yeah. I don't want us going to war over. I, I hate what I see them doing to the people in Ukraine. It's sad. But I, you know, um, Rodney sent me an, an email, a, a direct message, rather, a Facebook message with Bo from the Fifth Column and his interpretation of what's going on in Ukraine. And he also brought up the race issue. And I found that video so important and necessary for Americans. I wish all Americans would see that video. Because right now, you know, Ukraine is a double-edged sword, Right. Some people want us to go defend Ukraine and, and, and against the big bad Russia, which is a big bad Russia. But how do you ask a Ukraine ask a an American citizen to go and fight for Ukraine when even Ukraine in dire straits is showing a racist behavior on some of its visitors, let alone some of its citizens? I mean, you don't want, what Russia is doing is horrendous. And what these guys are doing to protect their country is great. But my God, when you're in dire straits like this, you remember, we talk about when you're in the foxhole, you all bleed red and nobody gets a chance to see the differences, the stupid, superficial differences among us, right? But even in this war zone, we have Ukrainian leaders. Making interesting comments. I played some of them for you. You know, it's people who look like us that's doing this, so we have to help them, which assumes you won't help the others. You know, so, so you want to help them. You want to ensure that all those kids get out. You don't want the women and kids killed. You don't want the men killed. But you also want them to atone for who they are. That even during a war, when we're all trying to hit the door and get to hell out, that if, if a person comes in the front of the line that's Asian, that's African, that's whatever, they put them back and then ask the others to come through. And then you want us to say, let's go ahead like crazy and defend these folks. Look, we can't judge all of Ukraine for what those few people have done. We can't do that. But by the same token, we can't ask ours to put ourselves at arm's length for people who, even during evacuation, they display a prejudice that's, that's, that is not only offensive, it's sad, and it's sick. Anthony Blinken says NATO countries have green light to send fighter planes to Ukraine. Well, we're going to war then, probably in the next few days. Though I can only hope this doesn't escalate any further. Well, let, let's back up there a second. I, I mean, Jen Psaki was trying to answer that question, and I think she did a poor job. You know, they were saying like, well, look, if we, if, if Poland gives Ukraine, uh, Ukraine planes it's almost like dragging poland into the war because they gave ukraine planes no they sold planes to ukraine and people say well you know they're putting themselves in a war well the truth of the matter is all these countries who sell war material war arms which we are the biggest one we were supplying iran at the same time we were supplying iraq at the same time we were supplying all these people that are fighting against each other we have been one of the biggest arms providers in the world and we give to all sides. Hell, we give to all sides in the in the war, in, in, in the wars here in the United States, in the wars in the ghettos, in the wars in the barrios, in the wars in Appalachia. We give it all. We don't care. We build arms and we sell it. So why should Russia look at us selling uh, or selling our planes to Poland and Poland selling its plane to Ukraine, Ukraine in Spanish. Why should they look at that as an act of war? Hell, Russia sells planes to a lot of people that attack us. What do you think they're using in the Middle East? Those, those, those things, those fighters, those MIGs, etc. So come on. I think Gensaki Saki should have just said, Hey, grow up. These are arms sales and you can buy from anybody. Okay. Period. All right. Let's see. Michael Renner says, Anchor Meme, do you want the war with with Russia? Because that's how you get to war with Russia. Why are you doing this to me, man? You know what? I'm going I'm to try it. If it blinks, it's your fault, but I'm going to try to put it on for you. Just because, Rudnin, you gave us a lot of material today. And you know what? Each piece of material that you gave us today was well worth, uh, worth the read in gold. So I'm going to throw that up on the screen and hope it doesn't blink too badly. So here you go, folks. I think I am going to get it on the screen. Lo voy a poner inmediatamente y creo que funcionará bien. Let's see. I think it's there. There you go. That's what Rudnin wants you guys to see. And I obliged. I'm going to take it off because I don't know if that blinking is going to make my graphic cards unstable, and I've not yet been had the time to do what I need to do. So let's go ahead now and get busy. And continue doing some other stuff. Okay. Let me continue speaking to my peeps. Okay. Let's see what we got. Yvette, welcome aboard. Bridge, I spoke to you. Davenport says, Monday greetings to all progressives from Southern California. And we have, let's see. Oh, let's see what it is. Tom C says, hello from snowy, rainy, mid Michigan. That's for great. Ask Egbertel Hey, You know, something, um, you, you should, um, you know, I, I didn't, I wanted to put a video of a certain person on, but you know, I don't put videos, even though we tape, we, tape, we tape it, but I, every time I put it on, I ask for permission to use anybody's face before I put it in one of my videos. It's, in, it's not something that has to be done, but I trust my people and I want my people to trust me. So therefore, I haven't put anything up yet because there are a couple of clips that I want to put up, but I have to ask for permission to put these particular clips up. And I haven't had the time to do any of that yet. But we had a wonderful, a wonderful Ask Egberto Anything. We had quite a few people this time around and people talked and we had right wing, left wing and everybody got along and we actually had substantive conversation. So please go right now and sign up for the one for next month. And you know what I'm gonna do? In fact, as I'm as I'm here right now, I'm gonna go ahead and uh pull up the link and put it in early. That particular link to Ask Egberto anything, because as Brother Tom has just said, we had a good time. Everybody got to say their piece, and it was fruitful. So go ahead and sign up. There's a link. Politicsandright.com slash askegberto. Politicsandright.com slash askegberto. All right, continuing with uh, what my great people are saying here. Hey, Bridge, why weren't you there? I thought you were going to come, you know. But, you know, we wanted to see your beautiful face. Bridge, where were you? Anyhow, continuing. Michael Rudnan says, RT, America was completely unfiltered. They gave progressives a voice, mostly because we covered U.S. news. Things our government and our corporations are doing wrong. And most, most importantly, how? No, but look, let's let's get honest, um, Michael Rudnan. The reason why RT allows that, OK, is because as long as as long as uh, he had something to say about. That's somewhat negative about the government. Of course, RT is going to let if he, if he turned out to be always talking nicely about uh, the, the government, I can almost guarantee you that he would not have a sure place at RT. But because there's so much to talk about. You know, um, that's the reason he never had a problem there. But he'll do fine. I mean, he's a very smart young man. Well, he's not young anymore. I met him a couple of times at these different conventions. He's a nice guy. Um, I like him. Okay, anyhow, continuing. Robert says, much more cost-effective and safer than trying to implement a no-fly zone with human pilots and missile systems. Yeah, they should just use drones. Exactly, I agree. Just drones, drones, drones. Bo from the 5th column, thank you for putting that link in there. Uh, Bruce says, I am getting right channel only on audio. I am so sorry about that, Bruce. I think it's this thing that I bought is not stereo, and I, I have to find a way to combine the channels from within the software. I was just made aware of that recently when Tom said he came out with the channel issues. Now, when I, when I process it, I combine the channels, so that gets taken care of then but in the live feed, eh, it's issues sometimes. Robert Davenport says, uh, let's see no, actually, Eric Hayes says 44 million Ukrainian people, so not a small nation. It's a big country, actually. Very big country. Uh, Carl Cox says supplying Ukraine with defensive weapons, great idea. American military in Ukraine, fighting for Ukraine, bad for the world. I agree. Very agree with you, Carl Cox. Rose Williams, welcome aboard. Eric Hayes says we supply Taliban too with the Biden pull out of Afghanistan. Eric, get off of it, brother. Stop looking at things Biden bad, Trump good, that sort of a thing. Look at policy. Biden's Afghanistan policy is the right policy. We needed to get to hell out of there, and there was going to be no pretty way of getting to hell out of Afghanistan. Anybody think otherwise? They're dreaming. Everybody think we should have kept background open? You're dreaming. You don't understand the geography and the possibility of what could have happened, and then they would have been saying something different. Maywood says, every case, being energy-wise means getting off fossil fuels. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Thank you for that one, Maywood. Bridge MCSP says, I almost was there. Couldn't get Cam to work. New PC. All right, so I'm expecting you at the other one, Breeze. So go register at the link I just gave you, my beautiful young lady. Because we want to see you there, too. Tom was waiting for you. Robert Davenport says, chat does not show when shows are repeated on YouTube. So please send the link in an email uh, blast to the PDR Posse. That's a that's a good point. I need to figure out how to best do it. Because uh, it's on, on the same time. But, you know, we have a channel, right? If you just go to politicsonright.com slash TV, that always... Shows the latest that that whenever we are live, even if it's even if it's a live rerun, that's where you would always see it. Politicsandright.com dot com slash tv. But I hear you about sending the link out automatically. I'll work on that. I will work on that. Maywood says, replying to Rick Hayes, uh, don't you mean the Afghans supplying us the Taliban after we after all? We, the USA did not leave any reusable any usable equipment behind anything we left we destroyed that we did. we blew them up, we made them on nonfunctional, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. absolutely so. okay, I want to talk a little bit before I get into my videos about an is- an incident that I had yesterday at the coffee party website, a coffee party Facebook page. you know um i I, I post things. Egberto, you keep forgetting to say rebroadcast when you do. So I'm getting old. I, you, you're right about that. I got to put rebroadcast in the messaging when I'm doing it. I I, I got to fixate that in my mind. I've got to get that done. You're right. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Maywood, yep. Okay. So anyhow, so I, I was out there on the page, the, the coffee party page. And I, I did a rant. I, I posted the rant where I spoke about the in inflation being called out by, you know, inflation being caused mostly not because of shortages, but because of greedy corporations and that sort of a thing. So this guy on Coffee Party started to say, oh, I am dumb, I, I Egberto Willis is dumb, I don't understand M1, money supply, I don't understand any of that, right? Well, you know, I pointed out, no, I do understand both macro and microeconomics. And I understand the different forms of money as well. And, you know, I mean, he, he probably needed to talk to um, Richard Wolf or, uh, or, or not Elizabeth, what's her name? Uh, Stephanie Kelton or one of these economists who really, really know their stuff. But anyway, so I told him that. And then he, then, then he came with the coup de grace. You know, if, interesting enough, I think this guy's from Ecuador. And a lot of Ecuador, people from Ecuador who jumped ship from the country when it turned left because it used to be that the right... Well, you know what the right wing does a whole lot of times. Uh, You know, he's like, I don't understand this. And he wrote me the entire message in Spanish. I think he, you hear me mess around with, you know, I like to play around with rolling my R's. And I think he wanted to kind of throw it at me, maybe thinking that I couldn't write intelligently in Spanish, that maybe it was some sort of an act, which... I'm just as fluent writing English or Spanish, right? So he wrote the entire message in Spanish, and I replied to him the entire message, which was a long reply in Spanish, and we went back and forth two iterations. But then he made the mistake and he said, uh, he, he, he made the mistake and he said, Hey, welcome aboard Alistair Waters and Maywood. He uh, he made the mistake and said, I, I am I am dumb. I likely never ran a business. And that's the reason I just don't understand. And my reply to him was, actually, sir, I don't I ran several businesses, most of them successful. I mean, you always have bad business here and there. Most of them successful. And I also said, and by the way, my products are used by inside of stuff that you do right now. Fly, you fly Boeing. The test equipment on the seven eighty seven. Hey, Com DRV was inside of some of the te- seven seventy seven inside of some of the test equipment. Hey, NASA, I worked for NASA. The TIFM module that that allowed several of the computers to, talk to. But hey, guess what? I designed the TIFM module, so I wanted to let him know it wasn't about bragging or anything like that. But he was, wanted to say that I knew nothing about business, and I, what I wanted to let him know is that people. Of course, you can come aboard, Bruce. Anytime Uh, people, you know, these businesses that I, that I had that sold this type of software, they're just fine. And, uh, and I, the one coup de grace that I had with him was that the one thing I didn't do, I never felt the need to rip off the people that were purchasing my product. And I think I gave you guys a message about leaving several thousand dollars on the table uh, for Y2K a couple of times ago. So I, I gave him that message. I never heard from him after that, right? Guess I cause I told him, "Hey, if you doubt it, just Google my name, man, and see if I'm a fraud or see if I'm full of it or or what. Just Google me." So here's what I what, what was so funny about it. I was done, and then the posse the the coffee party posse came in. Hey, and they started to harass the guy. Hey, what happened? Where are you? Why don't you come back? That sort of a thing. I just thought it was funny, right? Because We always talk about people trolling us, right? And a lot of times we get upset at trolls. And what I want to do, hey guys, yeah, click click that thumbs up on, on, uh, on, on on YouTube and give us a like on Facebook. But yeah, so what I wanted to do to tell all of us combined, right, was that trolls are good. Because what trolls do is they give the entire body politic a chance to engage. Because when people see a conversation where the troll gets it, in other words, this guy wanted to make a fool out of me, right? And what he did is he gave me the opportunity to talk about, you know, I wouldn't have just gone out and say these things about myself, right? but he gave me the opportunity to f- increase my own cred. So that is that is why when sometimes you guys say, ah, this person is a troll, get rid of them. I said, no, they help us. When Breach goes ahead and she challenges a troll, or when uh, Rodnin challenges a troll, or when, you know, all these things are seen by people and even though we think we're a small amount of people watching this stuff, there's a lot of other people that are just quiet and saying absolutely nothing, right? And when they're saying nothing, they are watching the interaction. I beg to differ, Brother Rudnan. Uh, you may not have noticed that you have actually influenced other people by your contact with the troll. And I'm speaking about you personally, Mr. Rudnan. So... I, what I want folks to understand, right, is the way these people that want to control our minds, the way these people that want to control us through social media, I know people say social media is a bad thing and and it gets all wild in social media. Tr- it's correct. But the way to handle that is to treat this troll as somebody deserving of a response because your responses are not necessarily for the troll. It's to educate those that are quiet, and those that are making up their minds on their own. And when you give in to the troll, many times people leave the leave the area, thinking that that troll got off with something. In the case of the troll that I had yesterday, I made I I, I made him I made him allow us to get our message across and we brought people along. Now, it doesn't work every single time. It's not gonna be so every single time. You have robotic trolls. That won't work with robotic trolls, right? But that is what, what, what I really wanted to say there. Anyway, before I get to my video, oh, Emma Becker says, and Ron DeSantis trying to pass bills in fraud to allow people the ability to sue corporations when they feel their First Amendment rights have been taken away. All right, Michael Rodman says, like, there's no winning on the internet. Trolls aren't helpful. They're intentionally bad faith actors. Yes, they are, but they are, it's not mutually exclusive, and it's not. Maywood says, I just noticed that you're still only the right ch- <laughs> You guys will give me hell about this right channel, aren't you? Sorry, guys, bear with me. All right, Bruce says, what determines the price of oil? I think it's supply and demand because the suppliers control supply. Yeah, wait a minute. Supply and demand does control everything, Bruce, everything. But we have a corrosive withholding of supply to manipulate the prices in this market. And that's why I said, if I were a government, I would say oil is not something that was man-made. Oil is something that's there and that we've become dependent on. And if corporations want to, Enrich just a few with that oil. I would nationalize the damn thing. And I honestly mean that most of the technology used in this country came through ARPA, DARPA, all these different governmental agencies who took the risk. When, when Elon Musk went to space and Jeff Bezos went to space and all these guys, these guys were using technologies we already developed at NASA. It's funny. Because they made a big deal out of a trip that barely went 62 miles. We went to the moon on old technology. So we have to get away from the hype. We really need to get away from the hype. We, the people, do great things. We, the people, do great things. Those, the unfettered corporate people, their sole purpose, as Milton Friedman said, is to control, is to keep power for a select few and they have no responsibility to social values around your country. You're chatting, oh, thank you for reminding me. Okay, folks, if you are on YouTube right now, please, please go ahead and click that join button. I need, look, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'll, I'll be frank. We are way below our launch point for break even in at politics done right. I need honestly supporters on YouTube. I need supporters on uh, on on um on Patreon. I need supporters on PayPal. However you prefer to do it, we need all these supporters to keep this babble. It is difficult as hell. It's hard work. It's rewarding work because I have you guys. And you know, it's rewarding work because I, I I cherish doing what I'm doing with all of you and us spreading out and doing the things we have to get done. So please, if you are on YouTube, please click that join button. And, and you know, think about it. I'm gonna buy better to a coffee a month or something like that. And that helps us do quite a bit. So please click on that join button if you're on YouTube. If you're not on YouTube, you can still join the YouTube posse by going to politicsandrightcom slash YouTube. Politicsandright.com slash YouTube. Alternatively, you can support us by going to our Patreon, whichever one is easier for you, and go to politicsandrightcom slash Patreon. Politicsandright.com slash Patreon. Oh, forgot to switch to PayPal for you. Thank you, my girl. Do it at your convenience. And the other option is PayPal. PoliticsDoneWright.com slash PayPal. That's one I prefer actually. If, if you want to do a, a membership on PayPal, just do it. And, and you can either do a one-time contribution and say, you know what? I'm gonna spread this over time and do it that way. It helped, it really, really helped. Please consider becoming a part of our posse. You, you hear what, you see what we do. You read what we write and we're all over. So we are doing our job. We're not just talking about what's going wrong. We're trying to enlighten others, but not only that, we're, we're making sure, you know, it's, it's funny because uh, the, the, the leader of, uh, of Indivisible Houston called me and like, Gilberto, when are you coming back to Houston? We got to get busy because the election is coming and you know we have a lot of work to do. Help us build up for that. We got a lot of work to do. and we, I am not one who believes we're losing the House and the Senate. I'm one who believes if all of us do our job, if we support what we're doing, thank you so kindly, Emmy Beckers. You are a wonderful person. I'll get you fixed up on the screen in a little bit. Thank you so kindly for becoming a member in real time. Thank you. Uh, please consider going to politicsonright.com slash PayPal as well, folks. Alternatively, get our books. And how do you get our books? Politicsonright.com slash books. Actually, you know what? Let me play my books video before I get into the other video. Let's go ahead and play the books Video. I'm Igberto Willis, as host of Politics Done Right, a progressive radio media show on Pacifica Network's KPFT 90.1 FM Houston that engages all ideologies, I found that our political angst isn't mostly ideological, there is a well-designed effort by many in power to control us. If we are at each other's throats, we are less likely to demand our economic and local wishes. In that light, I wrote three books. I wrote the first one titled, As I See It, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom, to describe the entire economy in a manner we can all understand. It highlights why it was designed to pilfer most as it empowers a few, the chosen. The second book titled, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends and Neighbors, Take It to the Next Level. After understanding how the system pilfers, it is incumbent that we can speak to our peers to empower a change. The third book how to make America utopia, take away the economy from those who rigged it, gives us a place to land. After learning about our economy that is dysfunctional for most and learning how to engage the other side, we point out what would make an economy that works for all. Each book stands on its own, but together they provide the full picture. Please consider getting one or more. You will undoubtedly learn, be entertained, and help us continue the mission with our blogs, articles, videos, and books. Thank you, thank you, Emma, Emma, Emma. Muchísimas gracias por ser nuestra nueva PDR Posse member. Thank you so kindly for being the new PDR Posse member. Folks, 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 you can get the books. I think I, did I put the link for the books? in I have the links for the books in already. I also need, let's see, let me make sure I'm not going crazy on my, okay, all right, let me go ahead and put one more link in there. There is an all-in-one support link called politicsonright.com slash support. Ah, before that, let's go to our store. We have a lot of new stuff at the store. Uh, a lot of new t-shirts at the store, a lot of new stuff at the store. Go to politicsonright.com slash store. Get the cups, including the cup designed by one of our own, Bridge MCP, designed a wonderful cup. She'll probably put that link there because I forgot. Oh, no, no, I think I have the link to the cup. I think I have the link to the mug. Here is the link to the mug, that if you want to get the mug, designed by one of our PDR Posse members. And likewise, if you want our all-in-one support folks, go to politicsandright.com slash support. Okay, I'm done with the support stuff. Let's get to videos. Um, You know there's a running thing with Peter Ducey and, and Jan Saki right? They always go at it, you know. But Peter is always trying to, he, he's so ridiculous, and this oil thing drives me crazy. Beforehand I want to give some kudos to Eric Hayes, who gave a, brought me the link. I didn't watch uh, I didn't watch um, what's his name this this week? Uh, my buddy. Uh, anyway, I forgot his name now. I didn't watch him this week, Fadi Sakadi. I didn't watch him this week. but he had a good thing as far as what Biden should do with respect to oil. And what he said is, we need to expand production, open up Venezuela, open up Iran and all that kind of stuff to let them do it. And he said to all of us who want green energy, myself and all most of you that are watching right now, let's take into account that given given Germany LNG as opposed to Germany going back to coal, which they've said that since the pipeline, it's not going to give them the gas, they're going to have to increase their coal usage again. Instead, all the waste LNG that we have burning up in the air right now, a lot of that can now be transported, liquefied and sent to Germany, etc. It's either in the air as a horrendous methane, which is much more volatile, does more global warming than carbon dioxide itself. And it, as long as we create policy to neutralize Russia, and after we neutralize Russia, we keep... You know, uh, we re- we keep reducing car as long as we're not saying we're opening a new set of uh, you know because America is, is the biggest oil producer in the world, and we can produce a lot more. And the truth of the matter is, if we go ahead and help the Western countries in Europe, so that we can get off of the nasty oil from from Russia, it would be a net positive. Now it's going to be hard selling that to a lot of my green brothers and sisters. I'm green. But also, we have to look at the practical issues in the world. And after I listened to Farid Zakaria, I also agree with what he had to say. And I think everybody, hey, Eric, you're the one who showed me the link. Throw the link into the feed. Uh, Eric Hayes, you found it, throw it into the feed. Uh, it, it's a good link from Farid Zakaria. And I am, it doesn't take away from my green bona fides. But I honestly think that's what we need. But here's the deal. I want you to listen to this interchange between Jen Saki and Peter Ducey. Because Peter Ducey wanted to make it seem like us going to Iran to say let's let's take the sanctions off of Iran so that they can give us uh, you know so they can put oil in the market to neutralize Russia. Yeah, it'll be better for their economy and also bring Venezuela online because it will neutralize Russia by having Venezuela online and also the the this the, the horrendous poverty in. Venezuela, that's on our, that's our, the, their blood's on us because we are the ones ensuring that Venezuela stays poor until they decide to get rid of their socialist regime, right? But now we need their oil. So if, if we do that, we empower a lot of Venezuelans, the ones that are living in abject poverty because of our sanctions. So we solve several problems with one stone. And at this, but again, it has to come with strong policy to move green. In other words, I think we should make a deal. Let's open up and let America send more oil to, to replace the, the, the Russian oil and let it come with passing the green energy deals. There's a there's a there there could be a blessing in disguise here. Either waiting for something that never happens or make a deal. Uh, Breeze says, Egberto Willis, why can't they just let Ukraine into NATO too late? They could. They could let Ukraine into NATO if they wanted to. But Russia will get pissed off because Russia feels like the rest of the world is encroaching on them. But what I learned recently, and I don't remember from whom I learned it, is that Russia was also offered entrance into, not NATO. And I kind of wonder why, right? NATO is really there to protect Europe against in the, any invader, and that invader is generally going to be Russia, right? So I, I don't know. Look, I am not an expert on on all of this, but uh, but just practical. All right, so I want to show you the interchange between Saki and and uh, Ducey because I think she made mincemeat out of him again, and at the same time got to throw a crack at Trump for who Trump really was, check this out.
1: But if we're looking to the future and what how what we can do to prevent this from being a challenge in future crises, the best thing we can do is reduce our dependence on fossil fuels and foreign oil, uh, because that will help us uh, have a, a reliable source of energy so that we're not worried about gas prices going up because of the whims of a foreign dictator. Right.
2: And you guys think that asking Saudi Arabia or Venezuela or Iran is reducing our dependence on foreign oil?
1: That's actually, I just outlined each of those specific scenarios and the range of par- discussions that we're having with uh, each of those countries. I don't think anybody is advocating for Iran to continue acquiring a nuclear weapon, perhaps except for the former president who put, pulled us out of the deal. Go ahead.
0: Did you get that at the end? <laughs> Did you get that at the end? In other words, wait a minute. You're thinking that us supporting getting oil from Iran is somehow going to help them, right? Who's the one that got us out of the nuclear treaty again? Oh, it was Donald Trump, your guy, who who actually put Iran on a closer trip towards the nuclear bomb. But, but, what can I say? What can I say? Low audio, can't hear anything? Check your stuff out because I'm playing just fine. Anybody else have uh, low audio because I'm playing? I'm looking at our levels and it looks pretty good so far. So let me know if anybody else has low audio problems. Anyhow, so, uh, so, anyhow, as it turns out, she got him. No, we're not saying that we get less dependency by going to Venezuela, Saudi Arabia, and Iran. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is during these difficult times, what we want, what we want is to ensure, was the video high or was my voice high? I'm not sure which one. Anyhow, what we want is a stopgap measure so that the oil companies don't get a chance to pill for Americans. In other words, remember, nothing changes. I gave a, I, I did a piece on inflation and pointed this out. Less oil, right? If, if these guys hold back and we have less oil, if we get more dollars, per barrel of oil the increase in price goes not to do anything other than enrich the very few who own the sources of production of oil the shareholders and the executives as well it is so important for people to understand that it's not some magical thing that the oil is worth more What happens when you pay more for a barrel of oil is you are saying, I am allowing the rich owners of that company, that oil company, to take more of our money. Absolutely. Nothing else. Nothing changed. They get more of our money for giving us less. So important to understand the concept. All right. Let's see what we have here in the notes before I move any further. Uh, audio went wild on the, that video, so high. I, I'm sorry about that. Uh, it was a stupid agreement, Mike C. said. Oh, really? Now, I mean, I like how only right wing people, right wing people in America think it's a stupid agreement, or people right wing Israelis think it's a it's a stupid agreement. Left wing Israelis, moderate Israelis, and everybody else think it was a wonderful agreement. But you, that minority of people who think. It was a bad agreement hmm, what crazy is that snack panther welcome aboard I'm sure EV owners are looking at these gas prices and are laughing <laughs> I know what you mean all right let's see EVQ says yes Saki video audio was high in comparison had to turn my audio all the way down up in the Saki video and ah okay sorry about that guys I didn't realize that I put some gain on the, the Saki video okay I have another video tell me if this one is gonna be high as well this one, is, um, this one is, you know, there's, there's this rumor going around that somehow Donald Trump was tougher on Russia than Biden is and other presidents were. And the expert, and they're, they're, they had an expert from a right-wing think tank that used to be not right-wing before, but it's the right-wing now that the Koch brothers got involved. And they have a great message to really counteract that fallacy that somehow Donald Trump was tougher on Russia. Check this out. It's always great to see a good pushback in the mainstream media. In this case, it was from a a truthful pundit. Well, as it turns out, from the Atlantic Council came, one of their pundits, one of their reps that came out and said, and and they, they tried to push the same old Uh, Trump narrative that somehow Donald Trump was tougher on Russians than was President Biden. Of course, what Donald Trump was doing was using policies from the past administrations. But, you know, let's let it stand. It turns out that when Ayman Mohayyadin asked a few questions of this woman, she decided to tell them, first of all, that, hey, you guys are a speculative show. And, and by the way, you don't really have it right because Donald Trump was tougher on Russia. Of course, that's not the truth. And while watching it, I sat there and I'm like, who is going to refute this woman? Well, Eamon did a good job. He first said, wait a minute, wasn't this guy trying to undermine Russia by trying to destroy NATO? And she had to admit, yes, that's true. But the coup de grace came later on when she was put in her place based on what really really occurred. Listen to this and then let's go ahead and take it on the other side. Melinda, can you give us
2: the long view here on what Tom was describing? How did the GOP evolve from the party of Reagan's Cold War mentality to where they are now or where they were just prior to the Russian invasion?
1: There's some problems with (laughs) uh, some of the arguments you guys have laid out. So Zelensky did get the meeting. uh, He got the White House meeting last year. Uh, and, And there's some other problems with some of the arguments you guys have laid out. Uh, yeah, tr- Trump was terrible on Ukraine. He was obnoxious. He got rid of Yovanovitch. Uh, he did also he, he, he brought about a Ukraine gate. All that's true. But his actual policy was not bad. He was actually pretty tough on Russia. Uh, and I think that gets lost in the debate. Uh, would, would he or would he not have gone in now? So the interesting thing is that the Russians are more scared of Trump than they are of Biden. The Russians think that Biden is weak. And that was one of the reasons why they calculated that they could go in now. They were scared of Trump because he was irrational and he's erratic. So I'm not sure, you know, this is a highly speculative show, uh, but I think that has to be part of the discussion as well. No, it's
2: fair enough. But let me ask you really quickly. Do you feel that Trump weakened the European or transatlantic alliance and weakened NATO or certainly set out to do that?
1: Absolutely. I think that's unquestionably true. But I think the important thing is wouldn't
2: how how, sorry. Can I just follow up on that real quick? If that wasn't if that was something that Trump did set out, wouldn't that be in Putin's calculation of saying if he's weakened the alliance for me, then I don't necessarily have to do anything because the major threat to me That he perceived has been weakened for me without even having to fire a bullet
1: no it's it's a lot bigger than that so one of the reasons that he went in one of the reasons Vladimir Putin went in was he saw weakness everywhere he saw it in Europe there was no Merkel he saw weakness in the United States and he saw weakness in Ukraine There was no one to stop him. It wasn't just about Trump. It's much broader than that.
3: I can't let it stand to say that Trump was somehow tough on Russia here. There has to be a correction involved because the policies of the U.S. government were tough on Russia, put in place under Bush and Obama. Trump was impeached specifically because he was trying to get other people to break the law to undermine those existing policies because he didn't want to be perceived as rolling back those policies. He was literally trying to undermine the policies of his own government by getting other people to break the law and and to weaken Ukraine. Uh, And that's why he was impeached. So it's not correct to say that Trump was tough. The existing policies were tough. Trump had left them in place and then broke the law and reached the point of impeachment by trying to undermine those policies. So we I, I just I have to
0: make that correction. We have to make that correction, and you know what was great? She tried to imply that well, yes like Nate, Nate, NATO uh, he tried to destabilize it well once you say once you say that he was trying to destabilize NATO, you're already saying that he's playing into the hands of putin, and why because that is exactly what Putin wants done so she was incoherent and I think for all practical purposes, no one can take her seriously anymore talking about any of these issues. if She refuses to accept the fact that no, Donald Trump was never ever tougher on Russia than other previous presidents. None of them would have done the things that Donald Trump did. And as, as the pundit said, What it's a fact is that Donald Trump was impeached for his attempt at undermining the United States of America. Not in quite those terms, but exactly that. Absolutely so. And Emma, you are on the board. Emma Beckers, thank you so kindly for becoming our latest PDR Posse member. Welcome aboard, Tommy Manning. Tommy Manning became a member last week. Robert Davenport says, the pundit did what Amen was afraid to do. You know, I I don't want to hit Amen on this one because Amen had backup. If it were just Amen and this woman, I would say Amen would have to correct the record more so than he did. Remember, he said, isn't it undermining? When he said, fair enough, fair enough is not, he doesn't mean fair enough as you might think. Fair enough is a, is a term that some people use to mean, okay, no problem, I, I hear you. It doesn't mean, oh, I agree with you. It just means, I hear you. But when Tom Nichols came by, Tom Nichols destroyed her. And I didn't put the rest of the interview there. But if you had looked at the rest of the interview or the the panel, she was mum when it came to anything. She never even tried to refute what Tom Nichols said. Because she would have opened the door for even further discussion on the failures of Trump and how she has become but a sycophant of the Trump administration. But it was—I I thought it was wonderful. Anyhow, folks, we have four minutes. Let me ram down some of you guys before we end because we don't have much time left. Mike Cisak says he was wrong since Russia took Crimea under Obama in 2014, country of Georgia in 2008, 2008 and nine, and now the rest of Ukraine. Now a year after Biden in office, I don't know what you're trying to say, Mike Cisak. Do you want to go to war? for him taking Ukraine is that what you want to do or do you want to apply apply uh what do you call it diplomacy as brother Biden is doing and by the brother Biden get a lot look I am not a I'm not a like a super fan of Biden but I think Biden is playing his cards very well Condoleezza Rice thinks Biden is playing his cards very well uh, Hillary Clinton thinks, and these are all neoliberals think so we have a neoliberal on the left that thinks he's doing a good job, a neoliberal on the right that thinks he's doing a good job, and us progressives who think Biden for the most part doing a good job. I mean, I think I think it takes some sort of a power to be able to do that, you know Nanette Birdsmith says, team Ashley Strong, thanks, Igberto. thank you very much, Nanette Bird Smith. Is there anybody that I haven't saluted yet? Mike Cisek, welcome aboard haven't seen mike csek in a while you abandon us i keep all my right-wing folks here where were you mike csek you know we love you around here stick around dude where have you been where have you been mr csek biden removed uh, all the current sanctions after he came into office that trump put in place on russia why do you lie what's the purpose in line when you can actually see what's been done mr csek (laughs) working to pay your taxes and inflation i love i love that csec i love that that's a good one that's a good one all right norman says hey everyone the pundit lady will be listened again they always want clicks i am not lying okay okay csec you are but that's okay it wasn't theirs it was frozen does the government give criminals their money back if they get out of prison if it's theirs it's theirs we aren't thieves if, it's, if they earned it legally and they weren't sanctioned for doing something, we have no right to take their money. That is one of the things, in a, that's, one of, that's a part of the Bill of Rights. Anyhow, we are at 4.59 at the end of the show. Please remember my brothers and my sisters. First of all, thank you very much, Emma, for being our latest supporter. Those of you who haven't supported in real time, please remember to consider supporting. Get our books at politicsandright.com slash books politics slash books i guarantee you're gonna like the books by the way i started writing my book uh I, I'm, I'm i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you the name of the book tomorrow i can't remember the name of the book that I, I just put it out yesterday i started writing the first chapter and this is gonna be one that where you can actually go and read it as it goes egberto hope your daughter is doing better she's improving mike sisek thank you very much for asking appreciate you man uh, please go ahead and go to our store, politicsandright.com slash store, politicsandright.com slash store. Hey, Mike, you should also come to Ask Egberto Anything, politicsandright.com slash ask Egberto. You would do good. A lot of our right-wingers were there, not right, conservatives were there this weekend as well. We, we, are a, we love everybody. So come on and sign up and come to the show. Uh, we also want you to support us at politicsof.com slash PayPal if you have the wherewithal to do so. We appreciate you. Anyhow, Anna Hart, I'm looking forward to reading. It's worth it. Thank you. I think, Anna, you're going to like it because I think it's going to also kind of show that, yeah, you can talk to your, you know, the uh, look up for the story that that woman who I spoke to, I didn't tell her I was a, a, a crying out left winger. I didn't tell her any of that. But we were talking, we had a wonderful conversation. And she she started to agree with all the things that I was saying, and we started to talk about. She came up with the ideas of what healthcare should look like. By the end of the discussion, she was a Medicare for all person without knowing it. And then I, I felt guilty, and I said, Ma'am, I'm a, I'm a lefty. And she looked me straight in the eyes, and she said, But you're so nice. <laughs> I laughed, and I said, Ma'am, you need to go and hang out with some liberals. We have a group here in Kingwood called liberal, I mean, women liberals who lunch or uh, liberal ladies who lunch. Check them out. Go have lunch with them. Anyhow, my name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right and you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out!